go. Welcome back, my friends, to the podcast that never ends. We're so glad you could attend. Come inside, come inside. Joe. Mike. All right. All right. Uh, this one, we're going to talk about Uncle Drew, the uh, the wonderful basketball film that came out earlier this year. And uh, thank God for Redbox and only spending $2. Uh, let's get into it. You want to do a trailer? Let's do a trailer. No. You don't want to do a trailer? No, I don't want to do a trailer. I don't do a trailer. I don't fuck a trailer. Then. All right. All right. So Uncle Drew is a well-remembered basketball legend who was supposed to play at the Rucker Classic with his team. But due to an uncertain conflict, he and his team broke up and disappeared. Dax is the underappreciated coach of Harlem's Money. That's the name. Harlem's Money, who is broke and has had a long-standing rivalry with Mookie. Dax was an orphan who planned on becoming a basketball player, but was humili- humiliated by Mookie after he had his shot blocked by him in their youth. Dax risks losing his star player, Casper Jones, as he spent his life savings on entering the Rucker and for buying an expensive pair of shoes for him and his team. However, Mookie swoops in and steals his team anyway, leading to an incident involving Dax forcibly trying to remove Casper's shoes that is filmed and humiliatingly goes viral. Due to this, Dax's girlfriend, Jess, breaks up with him and kicks him out of her apartment. What the fuck? That made, uh, not that. I know. That entire first part makes no sense to me. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so what? (laughs) Yeah, I know. (laughs) All right. So the cantankerous Angelo eventually approaches Dax about meeting Uncle Drew after he's turned down by other players. Drew turns out to be an exceptional basketball player despite his old age and agrees to join Dax under the condition that they recruit his original team. They're getting the band back together. They set off on the road and recruit Preacher, who had since become an actual preacher, but incur the wrath of his wife, Betty Lou, who begins to chase them. They next reunite with the partially blind Lights, guy's name is Lights, and the wheelchair-bound Boots, whose granddaughter, Maya, works at the nursing home to look for them. To look after them. Look after them, goddammit. They escape and make it to, to a karate dojo where they get Big Fella, who still holds a grudge against Drew for their earlier conflict. After his credit card is declined at a gas station, Dax makes a bet with a coach for a young, for a young girl's basketball team to earn money and in reality try to win the gas money. Drew and his team lose, but they offer up the money to help Dax, and Maya begins to appreciate him for giving the elders another chance at playing. As they make it back to the Rucker, Drew gives each of his team their gear that restores their faith and abilities, but Big Fella breaks, it, breaks his as it does not wipe away their past, and he refuses to cooperate with Drew. What? Yeah. Yeah, that's weird wording. It's throwing me the fuck off, I'll tell you that. Eventually, Drew acknowledges his, his mistake, sleeping with Big Fella's now-deceased wife before the big game. He admitted that he, too, loved her, and the two make amends. Meanwhile, Dax learns that Mookie and Jess are now dating, but begins falling for, for Maya instead, who appreciates his caring for, of the elders. Drew also learns that Dax plans to make money off of the game, which angers him, but after learning about Dax's past... He forgives him and tries to give him words of encouragement. While playing against another team, Big Fella suddenly has a heart attack and is forced to stay at the hospital. Betty Lou arrives and decides to fill in for him. I'm crazy. <laughs> it's outrageous. <laughs> Dax and his team, now called the Harlem Buckets, play against Mookie's team in the finals, who ends, who ends up being an even match for them. In the last bouts of the game, Lights accidentally knocks out Casper and injures himself, forcing Dax and Mookie to fill in. Dax still has some doubt about himself, but Drew gives him the advice he needs and manages to make the final shot, finally beating Mookie and earning everyone's respect. 
As the team goes, uh, the, as the team goes to see Big Phil in the hospital, everyone watches Dax being praised for his comeback on ESPN. During the credits, Jess is shown trying to call Dax about potentially getting back together after breaking up with Mookie. When Dax does not respond, she slowly and comically becomes enraged. Okay. I didn't understand a fucking bit of that, and you read it. Like, all they had to do for the plot Uh was to write down the information and give it to us straight up. Yeah. Which is... It feels like it's redacted. <laughs> Uncle Drew is a well Uncle Drew played by whoever. Yeah. Is a well remembered basketball legend. Kyrie Irving, right? Yeah. And there's Little Rel. Kyle Irving, yeah. Little Rel's in a new TV series called Rel. Sh- Shaq, Chris Weber, Miller, Robinson, Lisa Leslie, JB Smoove, Epps, Haddish, and Nick Kroll. Yeah. <laughs> Who was supposed to is a well-remembered basketball legend who was supposed to play at the Rucker Classic with his team. The, I mean, it doesn't even give any information about, like... Well, the movie's kind of like that in a way, too. It, it's Look, this movie is a basketball b- version of the Blues Brothers, but if you had Adam Sandler do the movie instead, like just the shitty Adam Sandler, uh-huh. you know, the last fucking 15 years of Adam Sandler, yeah, that... That's this movie. It is that fucking lame. This movie sucked. Like, when we're watching it, my son Kendrick, he liked the movie, and I'm pointing out all the... I'm like, I, I'm, I'm predicting the entire plot as we're going through. I say, I, I guarantee you this is what's going to happen, and then this is going to happen, and then, oh, the girl, the daughter's going to fall in love with him, and then there's going to be some kind of problems, and he's going to have these moments of doubt, and Dax's character, he's going to... But at the end, he's going to hit the game-winning shot. Watch, he's going to suit up, Right, they're gonna make him suit up, and he's gonna hit the game-winning shot, and then she's gonna kiss him in front of everybody. Watch, here it comes, and it fucking did, just like I predicted. Bene, gente, me ne vado da qui. Fra tre, due, uno. I I just had to keep it rolling because I didn't realize it was going to be in Spanish. <laughs> that was fucking awesome. <laughs> All right, y'all, I'm out of here. In three, two, one. I'm outrageous. <laughs> I had to, I had to play the outrageous scene. God damn it, that is funny. I ain't gonna lie. Honey, mama. Damn, Skippy. Oh, wait. Up jumped the devil. Don't squeeze too tight, or else somebody's gonna have to call the fog police. Those filling station nachos are not agreeing with your auntie, mama. <laughs> I'm outrageous! <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> oh, man. Don't squeeze too tight, or else somebody's gonna have to call the fart police! This one goes on forever. Because it's outrageous. Oh, anyways. <laughs> so, yeah. This movie this movie sucks in every single way. Um, the before, okay, before I get into more of that. Alright, so the team, uh, the character named Lights is played by uh, Reggie Miller. Uh, Preach is played by Chris Weber. Uh, Shaq plays the big guy. Um, little, uh, let's see, Kyle Irving, of course, plays Uncle Drew. And Nate Robinson plays, uh, plays Boots. Right. And, who, and, and who's been in a wheelchair his whole, like, the whole fucking time he's been gone. And then all of a sudden he gets inspired and all of a sudden he's jumping and running around and he's fucking dunking and shit. Right. And it's like, it just look, I, I know it's a movie and it's, it's, it's a comedy, it's, or it tries to be a comedy, but it's just, it, no. 
Just like like the part in the no. Will, just like in Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory where the grandpa they've been lying in bed for twenty fucking years and all of a sudden he starts getting up and dancing. Like no. <laughs> I don't there's certain things I just well, there's, don't there's a reason for that in Willy Wonka, by the way. Yeah? Yeah. Well I okay, I'll I'll take your word for it. No, for there's now. there's a reason for that. They're, they're faking being sick. Oh, I don't think they ever said that in the movie. So okay, all right. So um, <laughs> but yeah, but you know what I mean, though. If you still kept going on the base basis of the fact that they've been bedridden the whole fucking time, and then they just jump up and start moving around, you're like, what the fuck? You know, muscles atrophy and shit. So whatever. So um, so yeah, this this whole movie it just it goes to shit, and then. My opinion on Tiffany Haddish keeps getting worse and fucking worse. She plays the ex-girlfriend, okay, who ends up hooking up with Nick Kroll's character, Mookie. Right. Um, she is fucking annoying. I want to smack her in her fucking face, dude. I, 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 I know that sounds mean and misogynistic and shit, but it's not. It, 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 it's a quality, right? <laughs> She's fucking annoying, and someone needs to smack her in her mouth. That's how fucking annoying. She makes Leslie Jones seem less annoying, Okay. Cause she just keeps like when she gets heated and like, and hopefully this is just her characters and it's not her in real life. But um, when she gets heated on these movies, especially like in this one, she just turns into this this fucking blabbermouth who won't shut the fuck up, dude. And it's like, oh god, where's Sam Kennison or Bill Burr to just knock her the fuck out with a six pack, you know? And so, you're you're on your own on this one, bro. I hate Tiffany Haddish, dude. I fucking hate her. I, I just it's that simple. Not, I'm not condoning abuse against women, but I, I'm just saying, metaphorically, someone needs to whoop her fucking ass. That she's fucking annoying. All right. Anyway, I don't like loudmouth fucking actresses. I, I, you know, any if, if there's an actor who's a loudmouth too, then fuck him too. Okay. What's that one guy's name? There's the gay white dude who was on um, the last season of Parks and Rec- Recreation. I don't know. Dude, his character ruined that fucking season because he kept screaming at everybody, and it was it was like, dude, he's the worst cliche of a gay dude you could see. So um, anyway, I got a little heated there. Nick Kroll, Nick Kroll and Shaq are the two saving graces of this movie. That's it. Shaq is always fucking great. He's got that charisma, the screen presence. His makeup out of everyone looks great because he looks like this old kung fu master, like but big and buff, and it just it works really well. But everyone else's makeup looks like shit. And like when I read in the trivia that the fucking they spent like three hours in makeup, I'm like, on what? Were they eating the whole three hours? Or, you know, the makeup artists, were they eating? Because there's no fucking way they spent three hours doing these motherfuckers because they look like shit. I think the only one who looked decent, even half decent with the old man makeup, was Reggie Miller. And Reggie Miller's already in his fucking 50s, so making him look like a 70-year-old isn't too far of a stretch. All right? But everyone else is in their 40s or younger, and they all look fucking... Especially Uncle Drew. So um, Kyle Irving's character, Uncle Drew looks horribly bad. The eyes don't match up with the makeup. The teeth don't match up with the makeup. It, it's just fucking stupid. You're not, it doesn't sell me. It doesn't sell me at all that he's an old man. It, it just doesn't. Um, you know, all the stupid advice the character's giving is all the same old cliched shit. Um, and it's just, I'm, I'm watching this movie and I'm, I'm just, I'm constantly knocking it while I'm watching it. That's how fucking bad it is. And, and, <laughs> and yeah, like I said, Nick Kroll and Shaq save it. They make it funny when a few moments that they have, but still, I don't recommend Uncle Drew for anybody at all because, the, yeah, this movie is just a fucking it's 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 a wasted turd. It's an absolute. I would probably end up giving this movie a one, a one star, or a one a one out of ten. That's how fucking bad it is. So, all right, uh, let's get on to trivia. 
In the final game, coming out of a timeout with mere seconds left on the clock, Uncle Drew reminds Preacher that they have no more timeouts. Why don't you say who the characters are played by? Because it's important to the trivia. Uncle Drew, played by Kyrie Irving, um, reminds Preacher, who's played by Chris Webber, that they have no more timeouts. This is in reference to an incident during the NCAA Men's Division Basketball Tournament on April 5th of 1993. During that game, the real-life Weber called a timeout with 11 seconds remaining in the game. Unfortunately, his team, the Wolverines, who were down 73-71 to against North Carolina, did not have any timeouts left. That call earned Weber a technical foul and ended up costing the Wolverines the chance to win. Although Weber went on to have an illustrious career in the NBA, he continues to receive ridicule for that error. I couldn't believe I got that joke when they made it in the movie. Like, when they made it, I started laughing without even realizing it. And then I, I thought about it. I was like, oh, I fucking got it. Holy shit. Because I, 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 I totally forgot about it until that moment when that movie reminded me of it, about him calling the time out. And I, I was like, oh, yeah, people still give him shit to this day about it. Uh, all right. The character played by little, little Rel Howery expresses fear of being in the woods and, and getting kidnapped because he's seen in the movie Get Out. Because he's seen the movie Get Out. Howie, Howie actually appeared in the film Get Out as a TSA agent. That's why it's funny, because he made a Get Out joke. <laughs> in the outtakes during the credits, Kentucky Wildcats coach John Calipari asks Uncle Drew if he wants to play for his team. Uncle Drew tells him, no, I'm more of a Blue Devils guy. Kyrie Irving briefly played for the Duke Blue Devils before turning pro. After Big Fella, played by Shaquille O'Neal, knocks him out with a sucker punch, Uncle Drew says, that's the first free throw you ever made. Shaq was notoriously bad at free throws, making only slightly more than half of them in his career. Yet, if you ever saw him during practice, he hit every fucking one. That was the weird part. Um, Kyrie Irving created the character of Uncle Drew for Pepsi Max advertisements that first aired in 2012. He says that he got the idea for the Uncle Drew character after watching a YouTube video where an old man shows off at a skate park. The director of Uncle Drew, Charles Stone III, also directed Mr. 3000, starring Bernie Mac. Both films are about older athletes who get back into the game. Legends who played at Rucker Park include Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Wilt Chamberlain, Richard Peewee Kirkland, and many more. Lids, Lids created a line of merchandise for Uncle Drew that included Harlem Buckets jerseys and bobblehead collectibles. The phrase, we don't stop playing because we get old, we get old because we stop playing, was also used in the 2018 comedy Tag. The character Zeke Murray also appears as a street baller in the 1992 film White Men Can't Jump. And there's your trivia for you. There you go. So, yeah. Uncle Drew is a complete waste of time. There might be some people that say, oh, fuck you, Whitey, you just don't get it or something. But that's not it. This movie's horrible. It's absolutely horrible, and it sucks. And it's a shame. It's a shame because it, it could have had potential to be really funny and really good, but it everything was lazy. And the fact that it has a 63% approval rating on Rotten Tomatoes Show tells me that that I think it's getting a higher rating for other reasons, for political reasons more than anything else. Because um, quality-wise, this movie does nothing original. There's nothing special about it. Fuck this movie. So, good night. That's it, and that's all. All right.